Welcome back to Hello Reality with two guys who fumbled the podcast last week almost as bad as Jay and Michelle did again this week. It's Joseph and it's Eric. Eric, how are you doing, my friend? Joseph, man, not good. I feel like Jay probably did when he was out there lifting weights with Jack, trying to make conversation, just lost, confused, flailing around in life and, and just feeling really just, just disappointed in myself because I got to say, this one was my fault, man. We recorded the podcast, we had fun with yes. it and everything, and then... We get the audio back, and I sound like like a freaking robot, like a garbled uh, nonsense like coming out of my mouth. It, I don't even know how to describe it. I've never had this audio issue Eric, before. It is bizarre. Eric literally sounded like Cookie Monster. Yeah. It, was my it, was like, of it. it sounded slowed down, too, like I was a little slow. It was like, right. hey, and then I think Which you always Jay. sound a little bit, but, you know, we try to be nice about it. You know what I mean? But Yeah, right. We um, appreciate that. Yeah. Anyway, and then we couldn't, yeah. we just couldn't record, or we didn't want to re-record. Pick one, either way. Anyway, we're back now after one week hiatus, you know? Even John DiMaggio had to lose, uh, had, to, had to go one game without getting hit eventually, right? So that's us, but we're back and otherwise good. What's what's new with you, Joseph, before, before we get into it? What's that? DiMaggio? Is it pronounced DiMaggio? I have no clue. I hate baseball. What's up with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hate baseball. Um, yeah, I'm good, Eric. Um, I just got a you. promotion at a company that I will not say on this podcast because they'd be deeply ashamed. Um, and yeah, so Rhymes with uh, that's going horn on. So that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Um, yeah, but anyway. Um, so yeah, congratulations, <laughs> dude. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Let's so go. we're sorry about not deli delivering the podcast last week, but between Eric's audio not working and me being so, so busy, uh, of course, and Eric as well, uh, we were not able to re-record it and sheer lack of motivation. Also, yeah, a little bit of everything. Not help in that regard. Also, incidentally, yeah. Joseph, super happy for you. I got laid off. Well, Joseph got a promotion almost the same day. So <laughs> that was, that was literally the same day. Like, yeah, like we're yeah. the day after. Like it's, it's like, hey, like, Joseph, I got some news to share. And he's like, hey, so do I. And I'm like, I got laid off. And he's like, oh. I don't want to say what I was going to say anymore. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, let's talk about the challenge. Yeah. yeah well, so. well, hold on. All, all this to say, you know, it's, it's actually been pretty busy for me. I think I'm actually busier than when I was employed because now I have to fill the void and like try to find some meaning, so, something to pursue next in life. And I got to say, yeah. that's led to a lot of Amazon purchases. You know, I think, I think uh, a lot of people try to get more frugal when they get laid off. And I recommend doing the opposite. I think you increase your spending, if anything, because that in turn increases your motivation because now I really need to find a job. So uh, yeah, we'll see if that works out. Anyway. Yeah. So don't follow that advice. That's bad advice. Um, well, but Eric, their own. <laughs> If you could just sum up the episode um, uh, from last week in a couple of words, what would you say uh, for our viewers so they can get our take on last week? Last week was <laughs> – well, th these last two weeks were really like a two-parter. You know, it's a classic two-parter in, in a TV series like uh, – you know, Cartman's mom's, uh, you, you can finish that sentence if you're a South Park fan. I'm not going to actually say that on this podcast. Look it up if you want. Season yeah, one, season two. TV. Yeah, you got yeah. too much of a story to tell over the course of just one episode. This is kind of like what happened. It's like, well, we're doing this again. So last week was part one. Jay and Michelle finally take power 
All of us get super pumped. We're like, yes, the changing of the guard. Oh, Michelle was great in Survivor. Oh, what are they gonna do with this? And they blew it as hard as possible. What did you think? Like, uh, same reaction, right? Yeah, they blew it as hard as possible. Uh, the obvious decision was to go off after Johnny and Nani. They wouldn't have even been that mad because they saw it coming, and uh, the and they were doing it to target like these teams that are never going to be in power. So we're like, okay, well, they learned their lesson, you know, they whatever. <laughs> They're probably going home next week, but no, they win power. So yes. surely they must do something different, right? Yeah, kind of. It's it's a little different. It's a little different. They, you know, they 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 they, they uh, tweaked the formula just a little bit. You know, they um, they didn't do that much. It different. was still terrible, though. Yeah, I feel like he, everything that they did was bad. Like again. you know, one of our main points that we talked about in our lost episode, never to be heard ever. It was that <laughs> at least with the move they did last week, the silver lining possibly was that bananas and Nani just might protect them. Like, this might be their transition from new player to, to veteran. They might be saying, like, hey, you put us in. Right. We don't care. We're not going to put you in. That really shows. That kind of proves with their actions, like, hey, maybe you're committed to this. And then they go and just throw them in this week anyway. And it's like, well, what was the fucking point of that, man? Like, I, I'm so confused. I'm, I, I just don't get it. I don't get anything. Yeah. And then to, like, set it up so that, like, they're not going to go in, too. Like, I, I just didn't understand that to send in Jordan and Anissa, who, unless the daily is, like, something that Jordan can do by himself, they're not going to win a daily. And unless – and then Laurel and Jack, who have been in damn near last almost every challenge. Yeah. And it sounds like – it sounds like – um you know, the, the decision to throw in Jordan and Anissa kind of came down to the fact that like, hey, they just really were combative in the deliberation. And Jay was like, well, all right, then you're going in. Just like how Laurel and Jack, especially, well, both of them really, last week, really just just like blew up on them. You know, like they, they couldn't pretend. They couldn't pretend for one second to be cool, to work through it. They kind of made sure that they were the choice last week too. Which makes me ask you, Joseph, why aren't these teams capable of, of just being duplicitous by, th by putting on that fake personality that Bananas is able to do. Because I'm not, because I'm not fake. I'm real. Oh and, my God. And I keep it real. Yeah. Um, like, like Nani was just as combative as Jordan. Like, you know what I mean? If you really think about it, like she, like she, that extended past the their little deliberation like the next morning with Michelle they had that little thing so like that's true I feel like you could justify it either way to send either team in um like you know that Nani's not with you anymore after this like you saw how pissed she was I actually think they might have been able to save that thing with Jordan and Anissa honestly I I, I feel like even after that little thing with Jay and Jordan I feel like if he would have come to Jordan and been like hey man you're right, that was a weak move. Or, I don't know, like, maybe not even say that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I do think that there, but that the thing with Casey and the Nani, she was not going to forgive that. No, and, I mean, look, Casey, the fourth uh, pair, Casey and her brother, Kenny, whatever, whoever he is, they obviously uh, get the least amount of screen time and are the least important and have the smallest reaction possible. But the other three veteran teams, yeah. it's almost like they had an accord. Like, hey, let's just like light, the, light this rookie team up because Jay and Michelle are for all intents rookies. 
And let's just say, yeah, let's like, totally okay, gaslight them. Because wouldn't this be more fun if we can just like rip them apart uh, together? And yeah. let's just say, let's just agree that like uh, a bunch of big oil companies like pr uh, setting a price together. That's what they were. We're like, we're just gonna, we're just gonna tear them apart. We're just gonna tear them a new one, and then it'll all equal out. And then they have to pick one of us, and they can only pick one of us anyway. And I think that's what we saw this episode. I I, I just really want to ask like all those teams like. Do you really think that like Jay and Michelle would have been in the finals with you guys like near the end like had they not done this like you guys are deluding yourselves like 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 they are for sure one of the bottom teams like after one of the rookies gone so like this whole episode of them trying to make them feel bad about all this stuff I really wish that like like they kind of said it at some points but they didn't really hammer that home with people like look it is what it is like just be honest with them like we know we, you would send us in eventually maybe not now. But, like, when the numbers dwindle a little bit, like, of course you would save the other teams over us. It's not rocket science. That is true. I do agree. I'm glad you pointed that out and reminded me of that because totally agree. I feel like they botched it more last week than this week for sure. Um, Michelle and Jay did. They, they went about it in kind of a messy way. But having said that, it's, it's annoying when all the vets always act like putting them in is always a terrible decision. It's not. Like, like. The rookies have to make a move at some point, right? So it feels a little sanctimonious to say, like, oh, like, how dumb of you. Why, why would anyone ever put any of us in ever? It's like, well, dude, there's only so many goddamn teams. What are we supposed to do? And guess what? Last season, when we didn't throw you in, in confessionals, you're like, oh, they're so dumb. We got them wrapped around our fingers. Why aren't they sending us in? It's like, I, well, I can't fucking win. Yeah. Like, like cool. Like, exactly. Exactly. So and, and so it, does it really feel like no one's playing this right or like no, like no one's really sounding super smart or great or, uh, you know, like, like a I do solid think, player? I do think that I do think that people would be less indignant, though, with Jay and Michelle if they were to make like a more optimal move for themselves. You know what I mean? I do feel like Laurel and Jack would have been more receptive to if they're like, hey, this is like to send in Johnny. Like this is like specifically what this is for. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, it, I feel like people would understand that more than like, oh, you're like basically, you know what, you know, you're pussyfooting around like this decision or whatever and not like going forward with it and just making a half-assed move essentially instead of just like, you know, making, you know, going the full Monty. I don't know. This is a real confusing situation. And I, for one, hope Jay and Michelle win again next week so we can see part three. Like, I hope it's like uh, a, a real trilogy, you know, like Back to the Future, parts one through three, Star Wars, the originals, The Godfather, yes. although I, I Indiana didn't Jones. watch that. Yeah, Indiana Jones, yeah. although, again, we're on like 17 now. I don't know. I, I wanted to see them just like nominate every last team in the house and just <laughs> take their hole as deep as possible. Wouldn't that be fun? Um, that's what I'm rooting for next week now. But I, yeah, I hope they keep winning because eventually they'll have to make the right move because the teams will dwindle down enough. So right, eventually uh, there'll only be four yeah. teams to nominate. <laughs> That's probably what they're they're waiting yeah. for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you so, want to go um, back? And, and honestly, like these vet teams aren't killing like the dailies like you would think they would. Okay, against, well like, these, these rookie teams. Joseph, glad you said that because I yes! happen okay, to ahead. listen to a little yes. podcast uh, hosted by a certain Johnny Bananas. And yes. he had Laurel on this podcast, and they got into a bit of a debate. You could say he might be like trying to save face with his performance a little bit. Maybe it wasn't an outright throw, but basically, 
Johnny's saying what, what I suggested might be a thing this season, which is that throwing challenges might not be the worst idea. Maybe it's not great to have to nominate four teams if you're in a pretty decent position in the house. Have you heard about this? I've vaguely heard about this. What do you think? Um, so was this a lot of teams doing this? I think that Tori and Devin might not have actually wanted to win that much too. I don't know what other teams may or may not have been throwing. I think that it's like dumber than they think, to be honest. Because like, look at these two challenges. Like, like I guess like, look, Jay and Michelle ultimately did not send them in or whatever. But they should have. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 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 like they should have. And not winning these dailies when there's four teams that could be nominated and you're potentially one of those teams. I don't think that's smart at all, honestly. Um, I think it depends on what position you're in. But if you're a Johnny Bananas, uh, I, I don't think that's smart. Like, yeah, I, I also wonder about that too because in the podcast he's kind of acting as if like like hey it's obvious you don't want to win these but he did get thrown in to that uh, that group of four right like that's that's also not ideal you know right yeah yeah I don't know um, you know who I think it is super yeah, smart I, for Tori and Devin I think they're the maybe the only team in the house that apparently is actually safe almost like uh, disregarding whoever wins with their little one week yeah. deal that they made, you know, well, I, that, that seems pretty, pretty smart to me. What do you think? It was smart. I wonder if it'll come back to haunt them. Um, I, I think we saw maybe a little bit of that in a preview um, that maybe, you know, in the challenge house, it doesn't take a lot to gain a reputation to, as being shifty as we've seen before. So if you're doing stuff like that, and people are like, oh, you're covering your own ass? Like, what the fuck? Like, you're going to save them and if you win power? Like, well, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? Um, so, but right. he might have gone into elimination like that week. You know what I mean? Um, especially if they do their little method of trying to save Johnny and Casey and all that shit. Um, so, uh, I don't know. It, it could go either way. Right. On, on whether or not, I don't know. I, I guess it could. It's, it's weird, though, because Devin, I mean, already has the, the kind of reputation already, right? And what's so crazy about a <laughs> one-week deal? That seems kind of straight up, actually, if, especially if you uphold it, too. It's like, hey, look, you're just you're just making political moves, you know, like very out in the open, kind of, in, in front of everybody, very straight-up yeah. moves. And as long as you tell the people that you're talking to at the time, like, oh, I wasn't going to nominate you. I was going to nominate these four people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And just <laughs> you know, yeah. name a different group every time you talk with someone and see how long it takes for that to <laughs> yeah. catch back up with you. I guess that's the tricky well, part. Well, you tell them. Well, you tell them that like, oh, well, I got to tell them a different thing cuz, you know. Yeah, for <laughs> but sure. Our thing. <laughs> right, 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 right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, like oh, yeah, of course I had to tell them that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Duh. Of course yeah. I got to lie yeah. to them, but like our deal is the real deal. You get it? Like yeah, you say exactly. something like that. Joseph, yeah. we're burying the lead though. This whole time we haven't once mentioned Laurel and Horacio. Like what's wrong with us? Oh, yes. Uh, I know this is what we're known for on Hello Reality is the showmances. Um, so Horacio and and Laurel are they're having some bumps in the road, Eric, because she finds out that he has a girl at home. Oh, my God. That never happens on these shows. I know. I know. And Horacio, too. 
Oh man, he seemed like just the perfect guy. A good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess they're not technically dating. He's he's uh, attempting to turn that into a relationship. Real gray area, man, real gray area. But either way, definitely not as available as he might have made himself seem. He kind of just didn't really uh, convey that. And now he's paying for it a little bit in the sense that Laurel's moving out. Dude, how weird must it be to live with people here? Like, we just see this in, on our little television screen, but, like, they're actually changing rooms, you know, sharing bathrooms, and then they got to do all that stuff after having a situation <laughs> yeah. like this play out. Like, so that's, that's got to be dude. Yeah, exactly. Weird. So, uh, good on them for seemingly in this episode not having it erupt. And, uh, you know, fortunately for Laurel, she got eliminated, too, so that really couldn't happen <laughs> at any point. Um, so, uh, good for her. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jack, Jack still hates Jay. Right, right. We got that too. Um, the Laurel and Horacio thing, dude, like, is this really the best storyline that they could come up with to carry, like, a lot of the first half of the season? Well, I, I they're probably like, oh, Laurel's going home this episode. I don't know. Let's tie a bow on this. I, I get it, I guess. I guess. I just feel like it's been it's been a lot of talk. I feel like we've seen the two of them mentioned a bunch in previous episodes. And what did it amount to? A bunch of hugging and then Horacio being like, <laughs> oh, I'm actually the kind of this girl back home. And she's like, okay, bye. Like, is it, that's it. Yeah. And now she starts this like thing with Fessy. I wonder if there's like going to be like a Fessy Horacio thing at some point, And that's what they're setting us up for. Like, cause I feel like we've had these like confessionals of like Fessy in episodes before referencing him. Uh, like, Possible elimination. I don't know. What? What could they possibly? What could this possibly come down to? They're like, yo, dude, did you did you hug Laurel? Because like I thought I was the only guy hugging Laurel in here. He's like, I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, we might have hugged. We might <laughs> no. have hugged in the bed. What no. about it, dude? No, what are you gonna do about maybe... it? <laughs> yeah. Like, no, what? I don't mean like what are we doing have here? A rivalry. I just mean that's. I just mean at some point maybe they'll you know through uh, circumstance you know have to go against each other. Yeah, I guess that would be poetic. The two guys who hugged Laurel and did nothing else this whole season. Wow. Yes. The Down the Line is the name of this daily, Eric. Yeah, it's Down the Line. right? Down the Line. Um, yeah, I mean, with, it's, with a, like it's okay. With like a system? Like, I didn't really understand what, what how much that uh, factored into it. Um, I did like this, though. I thought this was good. I thought this was like a better puzzle than we've seen in the past. Um, I like the fact that it came down to Jay and Horacio both being Latino and figuring it out. That was cool, especially for someone like me, who is also Latino. Yeah, that is cool. Um, also nice that finally, you know, not being a native English speaker like, like is, is actually an advantage instead of a massive disadvantage in the house like it was for all the teams from other countries that they brought in, like him and Colleen, yeah, right? who were forced to compete <laughs> Yo, in their did second you hear language. About that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We wow, this, about that, it, yeah. it's like there's a giant weight on one side of the scale, and this challenge might have put a teeny tiny drop back on the other side to maybe balance it out a little bit. Yeah. Um, 
Besides yeah, that. And probably not on purpose. <laughs> definitely not on purpose. It was definitely the fifth word. It was the last one that they could come up with. They, they were struggling at that point. They were like, all right, let's turn to another language. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this is a decent daily. I enjoyed it just fine. It did seem like a few teams didn't really care too hard. And this brings back the age old debate, dude, of like, wh why is there no punishment for not coming in last place? Yeah. Um, we say this every season. I get that the new formats are sometimes interesting. Um, but yeah, there's just nothing like it for the dailies, I don't think. I think it takes a lot of like tension out of, out of these things, especially when people DQ like, and it gets close and stuff like that. Like, I, I feel like it's, it's usually pretty compelling. I think so too. For sure, man. There's got to be some stakes on the line. You know, then we see really just like this challenge was fine, the challenge itself, but the effort levels were not fine. I feel like this was a, there's a lot of ho hum performances here and for a good reason. I think the formula is simple, man. Just have last place get punished in some way. I think, and don't I think make actually, the challenges it would like be political, a bill. You know, go, go ahead. What, what, you, Eric, what you got? What me, you got? Let me pitch you this. Okay, I'm listening. So the bottom I'm Mark Cuban. The, so instead of the in, instead of the team who wins picking the four teams, right? The last four teams go into that thing. And then the winners pick who is the, you know, team that's going in and then the rest of them do the dagger shit. Wow. This is like like flipping the script. You know, this is like a 90% performance. Cuz then the stakes really get high. Because then That's, it's not just like, oh, I can't come in last. Like, you know, hmm. like I have to like really step it up. And then the and then like the alliances can't become stable too because you can't just be like, okay, well, I'm going to game this. So my alliance, you know what I mean? Um, like I, I, think it, I think it would be cool. Okay, hear me out. Joseph, uh, I, let me build on this. Let me build on this idea. What if the bottom two teams go directly into that group of four and then first place picks two more teams to join them in the group of four and then second third and fourth place in the challenge form a troika and they decide which of those teams <laughs> is going directly into a nation are you being serious i'm sorry i don't mean to laugh at your idea yeah i put a lot of thought into this man i'm pretty bummed out right now it just seems uh, like a lot no uh I'm, I'm not i'm not i do think i i like the fact that the first place is choosing something. I, I don't know. I just don't know wh how to weight it. Like, should it be just last place goes in? Maybe, maybe honestly, maybe there's something to the last two go in, and then and then the winner picks two more teams that go in. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. Beats me. But there's got to like be a punishment for losing. Like, I feel like you do get to. I feel like you do get to pick like the team who goes in. You know what I mean? So like that's part of it. I don't know. But I get All what right. you're saying. I like your idea fine. I would be down with trying it out. I haven't thought of a horrific flaw yet, like within the first two minutes of hearing it. So that's a good start, I guess. I'm sure there is one. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. So I guess I guess yeah. I guess I'll put your idea on the board. Let's let's do it. Let's go with it. If I was a challenge producer, I'd say fuck it. Let's Send do it a season of this. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. so um, back, back yeah, we, to the episode. And we see a little episode. bit of evidence of Johnny maybe throwing this, by the way, 
with uh, how much he's like joking with Nani and not really taking it seriously. So he, he, right. he might have been telling some truth on that podcast. It, fair. And he was upset that they didn't um, show that, that he was trying to throw it, you know, because I, I think he felt like that would explain the behavior a lot more than what we did see. It's got to be frustrating, if not maddening, being a player yeah. on the challenge. Yeah, now that he and, says that, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, seeing what they do and don't show and, and like feeling like a massive part of like the reason for why you're doing things wasn't shown and people think you're an idiot for no reason. Like that's gotta be, that's gotta be annoying. But anyway, they finish yeah. the challenge, Michelle and Jay win. And then there's a little talk between Michelle and Amber about the one day deal. And what do you think of Amber's first appearance on the season, Joseph? <laughs> uh, it was great. Uh, this is like vintage Amber though, right? Like, uh, you know, even on the season she won, she's not really there. So, right, yeah, this is the Amber we know from Big Brother for sure. Yeah, she is saying that Michelle's paranoid and all this stuff, and it, it, I feel like maybe she's right. You know what I mean? Uh, it does seem like Michelle's Michelle and Jay just need to stop playing Survivor on the challenge. You know what I mean? They're doing all like their Survivor generic idioms, and uh, <laughs> you know just. Oh man, how can we move forward with each other? Like you know, you know, and all this stuff, and, and it's just like the people on the challenge are a different breed. Like they don't want to hear any of this crap. Yeah, and I totally get it. I, for as bad as I think most of these challengers would do on Survivor, I think unfortunately we're seeing that these Survivor players are doing equally bad on the challenge, where they're just slinging bullshit left and right, and, and challenges are not here for it at all. And it's kind of funny because. I think Bananas and, the, and Co, they have a really good point. You know, we kind of just are used to it on Survivor. Everyone talking in these terms, it's really all bullshit. You know, it's kind of like a bunch of smarmy people getting together on LinkedIn, like, you know, real congratulating each other and sniffing their own farts. Like, that's what they're trying to do out here, Michelle and Jay, on the challenge. And it's just not working. Um, so we have the decisions that are made. Um, they decide to bite the bullet and send in, bite some type of bullet, I don't know. Um, Johnny and Nani, Casey and Kenny, who just radiates, radiates off the screen, uh, Laurel and Jack, and Jordan and Anissa. Yeah, at the beginning of the season, I, I feel like I immediately wrote off Kenny, you know, maybe in part due to being Casey's partner. And I think you were like, like, oh, no, Kenny, he seems, he seems fun. Like, let's give it time. Where are you at on Kenny now? Uh, <laughs> uh, I think you were right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have been right. But who knows? There's still some season left. Hey, sure. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I'm just saying the odds that Casey knows someone with a more electric personality than her that could find that person and it's her brother. It just happens to be her brother. I, I don't know. It just seems unlikely to me. But anyway, Kenny and Casey, they're in a uh, deliberation. It's Casey and Nani. We get that storyline again. Um, obviously, they're going to save each other here. What do you make of that little intentional ploy? Like, how much of this is strategy on Jay and Michelle's part to put that pair together and keep both of them safe from the initial selection? What's going on with that, dude? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously a strategy, right? 
Um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if it's the right strategy. This could be interesting for future deliberations, but I mm. obviously don't agree with the merit of sending them in. So I don't know. What did you think? Yeah, I don't really have any thoughts, honestly. Just uh, I was kind of just already ready for <laughs> yeah. it to be over. Um, yeah. Now, I mean, this was a bad decision by Jay and Michelle. I think we've uh, established that. It seemed like Laurel was more open in this deliber- deliberation to talking and, and trying to see uh, what could be done with that. So, um, yeah. Um, and it seemed like Johnny was trying to do the same thing. He was uh, equally, you know, trying to save face, which was interesting to see Laurel try to do that this week, but not really give that last week at all. (laughs) I was thinking the same thing. It's like a little bit too late. I mean, she didn't get directly thrown in. Jordan managed to supplant her in that pecking order. But Laurel and Jack are already in a really bad spot where they got a couple sitting on either side of them picking daggers. So it's like uh, impressive that Laurel is capable of that. Wouldn't have thought that was possible, but not going to help her a lot with the end result here. Uh, she's almost certainly getting thrown in no matter what. So it was it was weird to see that change after last week. It's like, Laura, you might as well double down. Like, you're not going to accomplish anything here. Yeah, literally, right? Um, and so, um, which, like, I, I can't believe it didn't work to a certain extent, right? Yeah. I mean, look, she gave herself a one in three chance of getting saved as opposed to automatically going in. And can we also talk about Jordan? And it seemed like he started out trying to stay out of elimination and then just quickly lost all ability to even attempt to play nice with Jay. Jay's really pissing everybody off. Michelle, too. But it seems like the guys hate Jay and the girls hate Michelle. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah, it does seem like maybe not all the guys. Like I do, I do, I did see that Nelson and Jay did a Instagram live after this episode. It seems like they have a thing going on uh, that they're just not showing us, I guess. Um, but yeah, it does seem like there's a brunt of anger coming towards them in particular. I think maybe because they're the survivor players, maybe because they're like, oh, these people are shifty already. I was also thinking about this too. Maybe it's just that like. Jay and Michelle just naturally as people are so nice that when they make moves that are hurting other people's games, they're like, oh, they're being fake to me. They were just being nice to try to get in my good graces, you know? And it's like, nope, that's just how they are. <laughs> like, Yeah, we do see that sometimes on these shows. And it might sound crazy because they're pissing everybody off left and right, but they do have a pretty good reputation, I think for being relatively kind people. I don't know. I don't fucking keep up with this stuff. But, you know, when you, when you are like that and then you throw your friends into elimination, especially for people, for teams, you, you must have been, like, friendly with a bunch of them. Then, yeah, you can kind of come off as more duplicitous than you might actually be. And they're coming from it from the perspective of Survivor where it's like, hey, it's all just a game. We're all, like, going to lie and, and cheat and steal in order to win. That's just their normal. Uh, so you can kind of see how it all is coming to a head here. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so they ultimately decide to, uh, or actually uh, with the Jordan thing, do you remember like what exactly it was that got him to say that Jay was weak specifically? Was it telling people one thing and then doing the other? Is that it? Nope, I have no clue. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> uh, I do think that was it. It seemed like this uh, got under Jay's skin. 
Um, and it seemed like he wasn't going to tolerate it anymore. Um, so uh, I do think maybe it wasn't maybe like a great game move, uh, but, you know, uh, so you can only take so much, I guess. Well, when you're Jordan, the worst case is that you go in and win an elimination. Like, so I don't think he was really risking a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what's, sure. the, what's the big deal? Just go um, win an elimination and, and then come back. You know? I mean, with your Anissa as your partner, sometimes it can sound more daunting. But she actually did get in this elimination, so maybe I shouldn't give her too much grief. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, this might have been a little bit more Jordan than Anissa. But who's to say? Who's to say? Let's talk about the elimination in your face. Dodgeball yes. meets like target practice or handball or whatever. What do you th- What do you think of this one? Um, I thought it was actually pretty good. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I I, <laughs> I liked the aspect of uh, carrying the cinder blocks. That was like an interesting way to start it off. I thought, and you get like the strategy of you know not even a strategy really, just like Jordan brute forcing like, hey, Anissa, I know you're able to do this. I'm able to do this. Let's do it. Carry the four, um, and it, that made it interesting too to me because then like he could. Jack and Laurel really had to hurry at a certain point, right? Once they got all theirs off, because then it was just pretty much free reign to like hit those targets mm-hmm. um, until they came back. So I thought that was interesting. Um, I always like watching dodgeball. I feel like, you know, that's fun. Um, the faces and things like that. And I feel like both players got to like be in the elimination. Like, you know, I know we're giving Anissa a little bit of crap, but she was actually doing a good job dodging and everything. Um, you know, getting the balls. It didn't seem like Laurel was making too much traction uh, near the end there. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I thought it was a good elimination. Sure, sure. I, I I do think this one came down to the person throwing a lot more. It's like more about hitting the target yes. than about being able to block. There's only so much you can do with those 10 targets. I did wonder, though, Yes. Th- doesn't it seem like you could just pick one of the bottom row of targets and just like stand in front of that the entire time and say, like, by God, you are not was, getting this yo, last target? Dude, I was literally... I was literally thinking about that with Jack specifically, where I was like, why don't you just stay in front of one target like the whole time and just don't move? Yeah. And if Jordan moves over to the side, just like block off his angle, just get right in front of it. You know, it feels like you should yeah, be able exactly. to guard one of the bottom rows of targets because the problem is if you leave one of the top row targets till the end, he can get that every time. He can just lob it over your head, right? I don't think that's as right, possible yeah. for the bottom row. I don't know. I don't know. I think. I think what I would try to do is like start the elimination normal, like not make it apparent to him what I'm doing, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. keep track of them. Just be like, okay, I got to always have at least one at the bottom that I can like, and you know what I mean? And just yes. keep track of that. And then once it starts to dwindle down, then protect that one in particular because you don't want to reveal your strategy to him too early. I think that's the move. Yeah, I love it. Cosign stamp it in yes yeah this is the strategy that we would use to last as long as possible against jordan <laughs> before losing i yes. think i think and, it would really help buy us some time uh, yes and hopefully you know anisa gets gas at a certain point maybe laurel can you know have an easier time with that um johnny and nani seem to make up uh whatever um and then <laughs> there's this huge fight with nani and michelle uh this was entertaining i thought yeah. Poor Michelle. Yeah. Was Laurel there too? Was this the one like the kitchen? Laurel was there as well. She was sitting on the couch with Nani. Yeah. Yeah. Michelle, I mean, you got to try, but at the same time, like maybe you shouldn't even try. 
maybe you should just go find another room to hang out in at this point because you're gonna get you're gonna get the horns <laughs> these two vets uh these are not two people i would want to get into a verbal confrontation with nani and laurel like that is scary dude scary yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like uh, Nadi, like uh, on her reputation on these on these shows, she's like an underrated fighter or arguer. I feel like she never really backs down from anybody, and uh, it, it seems like you know people are aware of that with her. And and same thing with Laurel. So yeah, uh, this was nothing Michelle's ever faced on Survivor, really. Right? Like uh, she was dealing with like Aubrey and Joe Del Campo. Uh, she is not used to this type of thing. There was Neil, the ice cream guy, who really didn't like that Michelle <laughs> yeah. took him off the jury. I think that's the mean. closest comparison that we can get. <laughs> he was very mean to Michelle, yeah. And, um, so, I think, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Neil's no Laurel. Neil's no Nani either. I would, uh, I would much rather have Neil be mad at me than either of those two. So definitely this no preparing for this. This just goes this. without saying. This goes without saying, too. Like, Nani, like... People are gonna want to send you and your girlfriend in together. Like, I'm sorry. Like, like we're trying to win here too. <laughs> like, I, I don't yeah. know what you want. They just made it to the end together as well. Like, that's that's <laughs> yeah. something that should be broken up at like, some what, point. Like what? Twice? Actually? Like, didn't they make it to the end on Double Ages together too? <laughs> oh my god, did they? <laughs> like, holy shit! I'm pretty sure. Or like really close. Was Nani the last one eliminated on that season before the final? No, Nani was with Leroy, right? She was partnered with Leroy. Oh my god, was she? Jeez, I, I, these seasons yeah, they go was. out of my memory so fast. I can tell you like the entire hey, boot she, order yeah. of Survivor Guatemala, <laughs> and I can't tell you what happened on the second to last season of the challenge. I don't know what. I don't know why. You could be, you could you could maybe even give me the rivals boot order, but just these recent seasons. Uh, but yeah, anyway. um yeah so they 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 were yeah they were they made two finals in a row with each other like these people would be stupid not to like and they are stupid because they didn't even send you in they just engineered a situation where you would more than likely be able to save each other yeah um Ah. oh my god it's it, it, they do feel a little bit uh holier than thou like like how dare you target me but it's like well Yes. If everyone says I've that, I've done twelve if, seasons of the show and I've never won. Like, how could you send me in? Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, I can't believe, I can't believe that uh, Casey and Nani made made two consecutive finals together. Like, that's it's pretty wild. I, that's like, is that underreported or do I just have a bad memory? It's certainly underreported. I hope uh, other challengers listen to this podcast. Actually, I don't hope they listen because we can sometimes be very mean. Uh, but uh, if they are listening, this is a good thing to flag up here. Casey Nani, two finals. Probably going to happen again this season if people keep letting it go the way it's going. Yeah. I usually hope no one listens to this podcast. Every time we get a new listen, I'm like, ah, oh, gosh, no, no. That's that's yeah. unfortunate. You're like, oh, now I got to keep doing this thing. No. <laughs> um, but um, so we're still having we, fun uh, here, right? We love the challenge. Yeah, just, yeah. we yeah. love the challenge. We love the challenge. Yeah. Um, just you know, too many spinoffs. Um, anyway, so th- these this elimination, uh, Jordan was cheering on Jack at certain points. That was nice. <laughs> Dude, I would hate it so much. Honestly, I would be. That would. I would me too, insane. right? Like. 
<laughs> to me be like dude i get it you're way better than me <laughs> like yeah yeah this reminds me of one of my tennis matches in the juniors when this kid i used to play a lot with he'd been getting a lot better than me and he was just drop shotting me like every point it's like fuck off dude stop i, I get it i get it you're gonna win this fine you don't have to you don't have to rub it in my face like that i think jordan was probably like just genuinely like trying to be nice but it's it's kind of weird that he was doing that mid-competition right Oh yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, but maybe it is like a little bit of like uh, not a humble brag, but I, I don't even know what the word for that would be. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like you think of that charitable brag. I, I don't know. I don't know. It, you know what it reminded me of though. Um, uh, 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 I already forgotten his name. The German dude. What's the German guy's name? Kim. Thank you. Oh, Kim doing it with, the, with Tommy. <laughs> to Tommy, yeah. It's like, oh my God. Am I, the, it. am I the Tommy here? Oh, please tell me I'm not the Tommy of this elimination. <laughs> no. That's what it would make me feel like. Oh, man. Pretty, pretty funny stuff. Um, so, unfortunately for Laurel, um, Jordan's a beast. <laughs> and uh, he gets it done in, uh, good, in quick time, I'd say. Uh, Jack, Jack did some get, get some blocks in, so you know there's that. Yeah, um, yeah never. and uh, Jordan wins, and he tells Jay, "What did I tell you? What? Uh, I don't feel like Jay didn't think that Jordan had a possibility of coming back. <laughs> I feel like Jay was probably well aware of this. Yeah, yeah, he's probably like, uh, yeah, no, I, I also thought you were coming back. <laughs> we agreed, uh, <laughs> yeah. but you know, you gotta." pop off a little bit when you win and you feel slighted like Jordan did. So no surprise, Jordan adds another notch yeah. to his belt and that's it for Laurel. One of Laurel's quieter appearances. Oh, well, she did have a big confrontation and got into it with Jay and Michelle, but you know, results wise, not a lot from Laurel this season, not her best showing. I know she's not thrilled about that. You know, I'm sure that'll change the next time we see yeah. it. Are we going to have to like start, talking about her not as the goat anymore or am i like just jumping the gun i mean look i, I think we're, we're not seeing prime laurel you know she's been doing a lot in life she's been accomplishing a ton of things she's uh you know i think we can separate the two like prime laurel nobody's beating her in elimination ever now i mean it's tough because it's pairs and like there's only so much she can do in this race against time against jordan uh, but we aren't seeing her dominate like we're used to. But that's fair. What's up? What do you think? She's only won one season. Yeah, yeah. I think I always thought she was more of an elimination dominator than like a full season plus final. Yeah, dominator. Um, she's gone close a few times. Yeah, she she loses to like Carly and Landon in the first one. The final, the final on the next two isn't. Like, I guess Rivals is kind of her fault, but also Paul and Evelyn were just not going to lose. Free Agents was obviously impressive, but then, like, the next three are, like, kind of ho-hum, right? Like, Yeah. Yeah. A little surprising. Lost to Camilla Um, in that one elimination. Yeah. Um, Impressive win from Camilla, but Laurel also kind of gave up during it, so... Um, or just was gassed out to the point where she couldn't do it anymore. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just when you can, I, I don't know who else would be the goat, but like when you do think like, okay, like how many times has Carl won? Like, 
How many times has Camilla won? Um, Camilla's won at least twice. Um, I don't know. Oh, that's so wrong. That's so weird. Sarah's won twice. Yeah. I hate to say it. Yeah, but, you know, this is what it is. Laurels has so many finals and second place finishes. You know, it's... I, I do think that counts for a lot. To me, it's not win or nothing, you know? She she was remarkably consistent at getting to the end in her prime. Um, I'm not here to make that final call. I think, if anything, maybe Emily. Is Emily the GOAT? I don't know. Evelyn, we haven't mentioned her either. She's really good at winning I, I finals. I think Evelyn actually would be would probably be the person I would say, to be honest. Yeah. Like, if it's not Laurel, it would either be Camilla or Evelyn. I'll be honest. And I would probably lean towards Evelyn because she is going to win more physical eliminations than Camilla, probably. Mm-hmm. I, God, I don't want to live in a world where Camilla is I think it's Evelyn. Go. I think it's Evelyn. She's won three. I think so, she's too. She's done just as many seasons as Laurel, it looks like. And she's won what? Three or four? She won three. Three seasons? Well, more team seasons in her day. Yeah. It's, it's so hard to compare different seasons. It really is. Yeah. I think... That's okay, true. I think you know what I think it is. Um, I think this is one of those times when I'm not going to go with quantity. I'm going to go with you know the the eye test, and I think Emily is the person who I would say is like has the most legendary track record, finals, finals winner, and she's such a freaking beast. Yeah, you know five and five and zero oh in eliminations too, like. Is, I don't know. Is that starting to look yeah. better? Or is that hey, not you know enough what? data points? <laughs> I'm actually... So I think Emily's a good one, actually. Um, you know, she made it to the final her first season, and a lot of it was kind of on reputation. Like, she only went into, like, one elimination, I think. Um, and then Bally Exit, she gets third with Ty, who's never been the best competitor on these shows. Yeah. Um, uh, that's an insane result. Perform well in that final. Yeah, and then Rivals 2, she wins with Paula as a partner, who's great endurance-wise, but, you know, we've seen her flaws in different things. Um, yeah, Emily's looking good. I was actually going to say maybe Casey, too, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah, um, it's kind of headed that she's, way. Like, she's, I don't think she's as good at the puzzles or the stamina. She's only won one final. I do think that a lot of these girls could beat her in a final, actually, now that I think about it. Um but she might have a case depending on you know how much further she goes in on these shows. Yeah, right now she has the exact same start uh, as Emily did, and now she's in her fourth season, right? Uh, final, final, and winner. So we'll see where she goes with this. She's also three and three in eliminations. Also has a big reputation for winning them. Um, interesting. Yeah, but I do think her puzzle ability is pretty bad, and uh, I definitely don't see her being unbeatable. Her, her weakness also includes that knee exploding during a final. She's got to watch out for that. That's something to work through. Right, yeah. I don't know. For sure. It's, a, it's an yeah, interesting it, question it, to think about. It's not, not great when you're <laughs> ranking the ghosts, I guess, um, but who knows. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was pretty much the episode, right? I think we covered everything. Yeah, that was a fun little detour. I think we can close it out now. And for those of you who have been along for this uh, ride with us, thanks for listening. As always, be sure to rate us what we deserve, which at this point, I don't know, it's closing in on three stars in my book, uh, but whatever you feel like. 
yeah. I'm not gonna. I am not gonna beg for five stars this week. I, I'm too embarrassed. We don't deserve it. Let's just you know call yeah. it like we see it. But this has been yes. fun, Joseph. Always a pleasure talking about the challenge with you. You know, I feel like you really help me stay sane and really just keep me invested in the show, even when it's not that exciting on screen. And this season has been good. It's been it's been an interesting season to talk about. So thanks for always being there talking about the challenge with me. I appreciate you. Yes, Eric, I, I will be here with you through all your reality TV dark times. And uh, <laughs> we, we, we've all been through them, you know. Sometimes it gets real dark. But I, that, I love that. Yeah. I love that. And I appreciate that. And like, what, what else are we going to do anyway? Right? Come on. So. Yeah, literally. We will not let this, um, this, this audio issue catch us again. We will see you next week for the next episode of The Challenge. We'll see if Jay and Michelle can make it three for three as half the teams around them try to throw another daily. And uh, see how that plays out. <laughs> see if they can piss off the rest of the house next time. We'll see. <laughs> Yeah, see if he can ruin his friendship uh, with Nelson now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good next target for Jay. That's that's a smart next step for him to make in this game. So <laughs> can't wait, can't wait. Oh man! All right, all right. Till oh, then, take it easy, guys. Have a good one. Bye.